Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records for my collection, an assortment of music from the first half of the 20th century. I'm in a bit of a celebratory mood today. Those of you who keep track of such things may have noticed that this is the 300th Shellac Stack program. And if you do the math, let's see, averaging about 15 records per program, over 300 programs, well, <laughs> there's a lot of 78s that we've played, and there's many, many more still to go. I'm glad to have you with us today, and always, and I think we'll have a little bit of fun on our 300th program. To start things off, I've brought in a Buddy Clark record, number 8158 on the Varsity label, recorded at the end of 1939, sometime in late December, Buddy Clark sings a song that was written for but deleted from the Walt Disney animated feature Pinocchio. The song is called Three Cheers for Anything, and in the context of the film, this was to have been sung as Pinocchio and Lampwick and a bunch of other boys are on a coach headed to Pleasure Island. So they're celebrating uh, maybe the not-so-wholesome aspects of uh, uh, Naughty Boy's behavior. In any case, it's a fun song, and we'll follow that. I'm going to do a double shot right at the beginning here. We'll follow that with Vincent Lopez and his orchestra. Another song about some somewhat naughty young kids called The Kid in the Three-Cornered Pants. From February of 1937, Johnny Morris will be the vocalist there. But starting off, here's Buddy Clark. Down with schoolroom. Down with books, down with teachers, dirty looks. That's the way we feel today, that's why we smile, for we know we're on our way to pleasure on. Three cheers for anything, anything and everything, for rolling a hoop or blowing your soup or anything else as crazy three cheers for anything absolutely anything a bottle of pop or spinning a top or throwing an egg in a fan hip bitty hip hooray for anything you say the way we feel today we'd even cheer for spinach three cheers for anything Anything and everything For penny arcades and circus parades For pink lemonades in several shades In fact, three cheers for anything everything whatever it is as long as it is another good reason for laughter three cheers for anything absolutely anything for strawberry pie or swatting a fly or giving a hoop and a yell hip bitty hip hooray for anything you say we're gonna eat today with 
elbows on the table. Three cheers for anything, anything and everything. For catching a fish, or flying a kite, for having a swim, for having a fight. In fact, three cheers for anything. and quiet who's a little lad likes to start a riot because it's fun being bad who's the perfect little resident who's going to be the president why anyone can tell you at a glance nobody else but the kid in the three-cornered pants Morris singing and playing the drums with Vincent Lopez and his orchestra on February 5th, 1937, a song called The Kid in the Three-Cornered Pants. Johnny Morris for many years had been the drummer and sometimes vocalist with Paul Specht back in the 1920s and early 30s, and at some point he made the move over to Vincent Lopez's orchestra. And Vincent Lopez is a guy that has long fascinated me because he had such a long career as a band leader. I mean, he was already at the top of the game, broadcasting on radio, making records, appearing at all all the top-end restaurants in New York uh, back around 1920 and 1921. And he changed through the times. He had a hot dance band in the later 20s, a swing band in the 30s, a big band in the 40s, and uh, just kept reinventing himself. And I admire a person who can do that. That was, uh, incidentally, Melatone record number 7-04-07. And in case you didn't figure it out from the lyrics, three-cornered pants 
is a somewhat antiquated reference to (laughs) diapers or uh, sort of cloth nappies that little kids would wear, babies and, and very, very young children, because they would be folded into sort of a triangle put around the child's uh, (laughs) region and uh, pinned up in the front so that the three corners came together, hence three-cornered pants. Before that, Buddy Clark singing a song dropped from the film Pinocchio called Three Cheers for Anything, which was written by Lee Harline and Ned Washington. That recorded about December 28th of 1939, and uh, I have to chuckle a bit at one of the lyrics in there, something about (laughs) being bad by throwing an egg in a fan, and I'm not trying to give away ideas here, but uh, that does sound pretty, uh, pretty rascally indeed. Well, if you're just joining us, welcome. My name is Brian Wright. I'm playing 78 RPM records of the 19 teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, even on into the 1950s today, and we're celebrating the 300th broadcast of the Shellac Stack by featuring songs today about uh, things that come in threes. So we'll turn next to Leon McAuliffe and his Western Swing Band, and yes, in case you worried that a whole program of songs about three might become monotonous, I will say that we've got vocalists, big bands, Western Swing Bands, humorists, jazz bands, Um, big bands. (laughs) I think we'll have still a pretty good variety. As I said, this next set will begin with Leon McAuliffe and a song called The Three Bears, recorded in August of 1949 and issued on Columbia 20646. After that, Tex Williams steps to the microphone in about 1950 for a song called Three Little Girls Dressed in Blue. It's capital 40276. And wrapping up this set, We'll turn to one of those dime store or grocery store (laughs) 78 RPM EPs, one of those junk records that we talked about not too long ago. On the Waldorf label, Betty Young sings Three Ways from about 1957. So, in a bit of a country vein for this next set, we'll begin with Leon McAuliffe and The Three Bears. Now once upon a time in a neat little cottage lived the three bears Well one was the daddy bear and one was the mama bear and one was the wee bear While they were out walking through the deep woods stalking came a little gal with blonde hair Her name was Goldilocks and upon the door she knocked but no one was there Open the door Richard! She walked right in and made herself at home cause she didn't care Soon she got sleepy, went to bed upstairs When home, home, home came the three bears Someone's been tasting my porridge Said the daddy bear Someone's been tasting my porridge Said the mommy bear Bear, bobbery bear Said the little wee bear Some square has busted my chair Thank you. 
Someone's been sleeping in my bed, said the daddy bear. Someone's been sleeping in my bed, said the mommy bear. Bear, Bobbery bear, said the little wee bear. Here's the gal that busted my chair. Leave! Woke up, broke up the party and beat it out of bed. Goodbye, bye, bye, said the daddy bear. Goodbye, Goodbye. said the mama bear. Bear, Bobbery bear, said the little wee bear. So goes the story of the three in blue Then one married and left only two Then one fell in love with a boy Who loved her and gave her much joy Then the last little girl had a dream And she dreamed she was saying, I do. And when she awoke, it was true. Happy three little girls dressed in blue. Three ways to love you, it's true. 
Young in 1957 with her performance of Three Ways, which is, uh, of course, a sound-alike copy of the famous Kitty Wells record. And I have to say, I think Betty Young does a pretty credible Kitty Wells impersonation here. This sounds, to my ear, pretty close to the original. It was on the Waldorf label, record number CW-4 from their fairly short-lived country and western series. Before that, Tex Williams in 1950, a capital record of Three Little Girls Dressed in Blue. And starting the set, Leon McAuliffe and his Western Swing Band recording for Columbia in the summer of 1949 with The Three Bears. Well, up next, I have a record by English actor Tom McNaughton. And this is unique because it is, to my knowledge, the only record that he ever made. It was recorded in Camden, New Jersey, on October 23, 1911. Tom McNaughton was in the States at that time, appearing in a show called The Spring Maid, from which this selection is taken. He would die uh, not too many years later, in 1923, back home in England. As I say, this selection is called The Three Trees, and it does come from The Spring Maid, which was a very popular Broadway show that ran for two years based on a German operetta called the Sprudelfee, written by Heinrich Reinhardt, that tells the story of, well, moneyed royals, not so moneyed royals, fans, cops, actors, visitors, and others who gather to cure their various ailments in a Czech spa town, uh, based on a real place, uh, which by 1911 had 71,000 annual visitors, and that is a, a place now known as Carlsbad. This particular monologue comes into the play at some point describing the founding of this town of Carlsbad, and uh, it's not a very eventful story when you sit down and think about it. It tells about a little rabbit that's hopping through the woods. A hunter comes along, spies the rabbit, shoots at the rabbit, but misses, and the rabbit uh, bounds away. All of this taking place under the uh, shade of three trees, which are located there, there, and there just for your information, <laughs> as you will hear. This is Victor 17222, and I will draw your attention to the orchestral leitmotifs that play in the back. When I teach music history courses, we always spend a week or two talking about leitmotifs, which are little musical fragments meant to represent people, places, ideas, things, uh, even emotions as abstract as... Uh, well, love or revenge. In this case, most of these little motives are attached to very real things, trees, the hunter, the rabbit, the babbling brook, and uh, by the end of this, you will be very familiar with all of them. So let's listen now to Tom McNaughton and The Three Trees from 1911. My scene is a woodland glade. In the center is a beautiful bubbling spring. 
surrounded by three trees. There, there, and there. Oft times in the early morn, a pretty little rabbit would run through the woodland blaze to quench its pretty little thirst from the beautiful bubbling spring, surrounded by the three trees. There, there, and there. One morning, while the pretty little rabbit was busily engaged sucking up the aqua from the beautiful bubbling spring, surrounded by the three trees, there, there, and there, a hunter, roaming through the woodland blades, espied the pretty little rabbit. But the pretty little rabbit, having its mouth filled with water, did not hear the approach of the hunter, and therefore went on drinking from the beautiful bubbling spring, surrounded by the three trees, there, there, and there, the hunter raised his gun and fired, frightening the pretty little rabbit away from the beautiful bubbling spring, but leaving the three trees there, there, and there.
what would an hour devoted to songs about the number three be without at least one performance of Three O'Clock in the Morning? That was the song we heard there, played by Leo Erdotti's orchestra under the name of the Frisco Syncopators on Claxtonola 40133, recorded in New York in May of 1922. The song by Julian Robledo and Dorothy Terrace, uh, by my estimation, must have been, uh, if not the top song of 1922, at least in the top five uh, in terms of sheet music and record sales and performances. It was extraordinarily popular. And as we will hear in this next set, its popularity continued uh, well after that. Uh, We're going to hear another performance of Three O'Clock in the Morning now, this time from Ted Lewis and his band in April of 1930 some eight years after the song had initially achieved fame. I wanted to play this so that we'd have an opportunity to hear Ted Lewis's trademark vocal delivery. My copy of this was pressed in England on the British Columbia label, CB136. We'll follow that with some more songs about three from Frankie Trombauer's orchestra and Sam Lannan's Ipana Troubadours, and we'll talk more about those after we hear them. First up, though, Ted Lewis and his band... Another take on 3 o'clock in the morning. Honeymoon 
I could just keep right on dancing forever, dear. Oh, honey, with you.
give for that wonderful praise To hear those three little words That's all I'd live for the rest of my days And what I feel in my heart They tell sincerely No other words can tell it have so clearly Three little words Eight little letters Which simply means I love you somewhat sweeter-than-usual rendition of Three Little Words, played by Sam Lannan and the Ipana Troubadours with vocalist Paul Small, who unfortunately does not get credit on the label. That was Columbia 2317-D, recorded in New York on October 10, 1930. And back in 1930, the most popular program on radio, I would wager, was Amos and Andy, starring Freeman Gosden and Charles Carell. And you're probably familiar with the program, Carell and Gosden were white, but the characters they played, Amos and Andy, were black. And so on the air, they adopted stereotypical African-American dialect. And uh, when somebody at RKO had the bright idea to bring the pair to the screen for a full-length feature film, it caused some trouble, (laughs) even among audiences of the day. And uh, certainly today, it's uh, far from politically correct. But the film did produce... uh, not only money for RKO, it was a profitable film, but it did turn out some very nice music, including the song Three Little Words, which was sort of the signature piece of the film. Duke Ellington and his orchestra also appeared in the film, and if it's remembered at all today, it's probably for those uh, on-screen appearances by Duke Ellington's band. Before that, we heard from Frankie Trombauer and his orchestra in 1927 with the inimitable Big Spiderbeck leading the way through Three Blind Mice, a composition by Frank Trumbauer and drummer Chauncey Morehouse, and starting the set, Ted Lewis and his band in 1930 with Three O'Clock in the Morning. Up next, I have a record on the Boston-based Copley label, C-O-P-L-E-Y, a short-lived label in probably the early 1950s that produced Irish music for American-Irish diaspora, I guess. Dorothy McManus is the singer here with Joe Duran's orchestra, Copley 9-151. The song is called Three Lovely Lassies in Banyan. We'll follow that with Beatrice Lilly and Hugh French, something called Three White Feathers, written by Noel Coward and recorded on February 13, 1939, issued on Liberty Music Shop L251. Up next, Dorothy McManus. Three 
lovely lassies in Banyan, 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 Banyan. There are three lovely lassies in Banyan, and I am the best of them all. And I am the best of them all. For me father has forty white shillings, 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 shillings. For me father has forty white shillings, and the grass of a goat and a cow, and the grass of a goat and a cow. And me mother, she says I can marry, 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 marry. For me mother, she says I can marry, and she leave me her bed when she dies, and she leave me her bed when she dies. I know. Let's slip in the back way. Well, I, I don't believe there is a back way to Buckingham Palace. And I can't understand you being so nervous about being presented at court. Nervous? I'm petrified. I'd rather face a Monday night audience at the Bolton Hippodrome. You really must be a little more dignified. Dignified? With three white feathers stuck in the air? Hair? You know what I feel like? Oh, uh, what? One of the horses in Cinderella. Well, keep calm about it. All very well for you to say be calm. But here am I, a dancing soubrette for 15 years, suddenly being shoved down in the palace scene without a rehearsal. Now, darling, why don't you try to forget the theatre for a little? That's all I have to remember. That and Father's pawn shop. Oh, this isn't my cup of tea, and I believe they all know it. I can't help feeling fate's made a fool of me, rather. It's placed me where I shouldn't be, and really couldn't be by right. We lived at Ealing, me and me mother and father. I've scaled the social ladder, and I've never had a head for height. 
We had a pawn shop at the corner of the street, and father did a roaring trade. I used to think those rings and necklaces were sweet. Now I wouldn't give them to my maid. I've traveled a long, long way. The journey hasn't been all jam. I must admit, the rolls in which I sit is one up on the dear old tram. I say to myself each day, indefinitely marble hall. Today it may be three white feathers, but yesterday it was three brass balls. By easy stages, though my beginnings were humble. I've studied each small movement of my self-improvement from the start. I've toured for ages. I'll never falter or stumble. I'll give an air of breeding and a first-rate reading of the part. <laughs> you must forgive me if I kid myself a bit. Amitiara amigaun. And though my accent doesn't altogether fit. Don't be afraid, I'd let you down. I've traveled a long, long way and had a lot of jokes and bumps. I'll concentrate and be ahead of fate, whichever way the old cat jumps. I'll wink as I slyly drink to the ancestors of mine. Our home today. But yesterday it was free Beatrice Lilly and Hugh French in February of 1939 with Noel Coward's Three White Feathers. And now let's see if we can make the most of the time remaining to us on this Shellac Stack program. We'll see if we can squeeze in four records in this final set. First, we'll hear from Elmer Feldkamp and his orchestra, a recording made for the Crown label in August of 1932. Elmer Feldkamp, of course, will be the vocalist on Three's a Crowd, a song written by Al Dubin, Irving Kale, and Harry Warren. And then another song by Al Dubin, this time with Jimmy McHugh. From seven years later, September of 1939, we'll hear the Hilton Sisters on a Varsity record, 8071, give us Three Little Maids. And then we turn to the Ink Spots and a 1957 recording of their big hit, We Three, this time on the grocery store Waldorf label, <laughs> Waldorf yet again, record number W-5. It's a pretty decent performance, I think. Not maybe quite as good as the original, but not bad. And then we'll wrap up with Carol Gibbons and his boyfriends in 1933, a record made in London. The song is by George Posford, and it's called Three Wishes. Starting us off, Elmer Feldkamp. <laughs> Thank you. 
I love you and so does he You're in love but not with me I know two is company but three is a crowd Every time that he's with you Little things you say and do Seem to tell me that I'm two cause three's a crowd I don't want to hang around Someone else's clover Happiness for two you found And I'm the one left over We can still be friends you say Yet I wouldn't care to stay I would just be in the way Cause three's a crowd They'll never make you yearn 
Carol Gibbons and his boyfriends closing today's Shellac Stack program in 1933 with three wishes and with that i'll send you my three or make that 300 wishes for your continued health and happiness in the year and years ahead i hope you've enjoyed today's 300th shellac stack program and i hope we'll see you around for the next 300 or so more (laughs) until then thanks for listening i'm brian wright saying take care and bye bye